Today is Monday, May 23rd, 2022, and this is Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis, your Weather Command forecast. For the rest of your Monday, partly cloudy, high 65 to 70. Southwest winds 5 to 15 miles an hour. Tonight, mostly cloudy, lows around 40. Southwest winds up to 10 miles an hour. Tuesday, mostly cloudy in the morning, then partly cloudy, 20% chance of thunderstorms in the afternoon. High 65 to 70. Southwest winds 5 to 15. Tuesday night, partly cloudy, lows around 40. Southwest winds 5 to 15. Wednesday, breezy, mostly cloudy in the morning, becoming partly cloudy. Highs around 70. Southwest winds 10 to 15, shifting to west 15 to 25 in the afternoon. Wednesday night and Thursday, partly cloudy, lows around 45, highs around 75. Thursday night, mostly cloudy, lows around 50. Friday, mostly cloudy, chance of rain showers and slight chance of thunderstorms. High 70 to 75, 50% chance of precipitation. Friday night, mostly cloudy, 50% chance of rain, lows around 45. Let's take a look at local news. The Hill County Health Department has stepped up in the fight to prevent opioid overdoses by providing free training on how to use a life-saving nasal spray, which they are giving away at no cost. Hill County Disease Intervention Specialist Brandy Williams has been certified as a master trainer of naloxone, also known as Narcan, and has already begun reaching out to locations where there may be vulnerable people. There is the formal training that I will facilitate, but then there is also informal training for people who just need to get Narcan in their hands. Williams wants to make sure people know that businesses that have received training from a master trainer have coverage from liability. And Montana has a good Samaritan law that prevents those helping stop overdoses from facing penalties. It's a really type of miracle drug because you can't hurt somebody by giving it to them. It can only help in the right context. For more information or to schedule a training, contact Williams by phone at 400-2415 or you can email her at williamsb at hillcounty.us. The Hill County Behavioral Health Local Advisory Council is putting on a Mental Health Matters mini-conference this Wednesday. MSU Northern Counselor Amber Spring will be one of the speakers, and we'll talk about youth and anxiety. Just allowing people to learn a little bit more about anxiety in general, what signs and symptoms they might see in youth, and how to kind of coach them through and, and help them develop some self-management strategies, as well as learning a little bit more about when professional services might be a better option for them. Other topics set to be discussed include drug trends in the area and the impact of marijuana on the adolescent brain. Those interested in attending are asked to register no later than noon on Wednesday. For more information, visit hillcountylac.com. The locations and dates for the Blaine County Election Office for the ongoing primary election have been set. The office can be used for absentee voting and late registration for Blaine County residents. On Monday, May 23rd and Tuesday the 24th, the office is at the County Courthouse in Chinook and is open from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. On Wednesday the 25th, the office will be at the Insurance Building in Fort Belknap from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. On Thursday, May 26th, the office will be at the John Capture Center in Hayes from 9 to 5. And on Friday the 27th, the office will be at the Enemy Killer Center in Lodgepole from 9 to 5. Anyone with questions can call 357-3240. Turning to state news, 
U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service euthanized a sow grizzly and a yearling male near Island Park, just west of Yellowstone National Park, on Saturday after they had become food-conditioned and increasingly sought out human food sources. The sow and yearling began frequenting residential neighborhoods where they became habituated to human food sources after receiving multiple food rewards from porches, unsecured garbage cans, and vehicles. The sow grizzly was originally captured and relocated in 2020 following multiple food-related conflicts. Subsequently, in 2021, the sow and cub were involved in multiple conflicts where food rewards were obtained. This spring, the pair displayed similar behavior. Due to the pair's dependence on human food and habituation to residential areas, they were captured and euthanized in the interest of human safety on May 21st. The Montana Free Press reports that a proposal from State Superintendent of Public Instruction, Elsie Arntzen, to eliminate a state-mandated ratio of school counselors to students in Montana's K-12 public schools is drawing widespread criticism. Arntzen's proposal arose from the Office of Public Instruction's ongoing revision of state regulations governing school accreditation in Montana, a process similar to one the agency and the Board of Public Education recently concluded regarding educator licensing rules. During a virtual meeting of OPI's Chapter 55 Negotiated Rulemaking Committee last Wednesday, more than two dozen people called in with public comment opposing Arntzen's recommendation. Asked via email about her general goals in proposing the revisions, Arntzen responded that, quote, one-size-fits-all government mandates do not serve the best interests of our communities, end quote. Existing regulations have not served students or teachers, she continued, and it's time her agency, quote, put the decision-making back in the hands of the people, end quote, meaning local education officials. Asked more specifically why she proposed eliminating the school counselor ratio, Arntzen said she intended to give local schools, quote, more flexibility, end quote, in determining, quote, what works best for their unique needs, end quote. A rulemaking committee will continue to re discuss revisions to Chapter 55 through the end of June. At that point, Arntzen will review and potentially amend its final recommendations before submitting her proposed changes to the Board of Public Education for consideration later this summer. The Lincoln County Sheriff's Office reports that a suspect has been arrested after a man was killed and a woman was injured in a shooting Saturday afternoon. Dispatch received a call about the incident at the Alexander Creek Campground north of Libby at about 2.47 p.m. Saturday. A multi-agency manhunt was launched for the shooting suspect, and on Sunday at about 10 a.m., Gary Douglas Seaman was arrested near his residence in Flathead County. The male victim was deceased on scene, while the female victim had multiple gunshot wounds and was life-flighted to a hospital. The investigation is ongoing. The Flathead Beacon reports that a single-engine, amateur-built Bearhawk airplane crashed into a field northwest of Kalispell on April 30th due to unknown circumstances, killing both occupants on board, according to local authorities and information from the Federal Aviation Administration. The Flathead County Sheriff's Office identified the victims as Kalispell resident Joe Engel, 63, and Hungry Horse resident Kimberly Hebert, 61, according to a press release. The crash occurred on West Valley farmland near Church Drive and West Valley Drive and drew numerous emergency responders from multiple agencies. The crash the crash was first reported by a resident around 9 a.m. April 30th, according to Flathead County Sheriff Brian Haino. The circumstances surrounding the crash remain under investigation by the National Transportation Safety Board. Now taking a look at wheat prices for today, we've seen a big drop-off since Friday. Daily prices per bushel for Hill County, winter wheat down to $11.92, spring wheat down to $12.24. Blaine County, $11.82 for winter, $12.19 for spring, Liberty, $11.97 for winter, 1224 for spring, Shoto 1192 for winter, 1224 for spring, and Phillips 1177 for winter, 1214 for spring. And now taking a look at funeral notices for today. 
Lyle K. Ophis, 83, passed away at the Big Sandy Medical Center May 20th. A funeral mass will be held at St. Margaret Mary's Catholic Church in Big Sandy May 27th, that's a Friday, at 11 a.m. James L. Jim Lowen, 66, passed away after a lengthy battle with cancer at Benefice Healthcare on Wednesday, May 18th. Cremation has taken place, and a celebration of Jim's life will be held at 2 p.m. Thursday, May 26th. At Fifth Avenue Christian Church, Pastor Rick Hodshirt will be officiating. Jim's family suggests memorial donations be made in his memory to the Haver Trails, Friends of Beaver Creek Park, or the charity of the donor's choice. Richard A. Rick Irvin, 81, passed away due to natural causes at his residence Friday, May 20th. Cremation has taken place, and memorial services will be held at 10 a.m. Friday, June 3rd, at Holland and Bonine Funeral Home, with Deacon Tim Maroney officiating. Saturday and Saturday night, windy and mostly cloudy. 30% chance of rain, high 65 to 70, lows 40 to 45. Sunday, breezy and mostly cloudy. 50% chance of rain, high 60 to 65. And that is going to do it for this Monday edition of Montana at Noon. I'm Josh Margolis. Thanks for listening and remember, seven days a week, we are your source for news and information. KOJM, KPQX, and HighlineToday.com. Everyone have a great rest of your Monday and stay safe out on the roads.